now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. How is Houston taking the Astros uh, <laughs> spring training so uh, far? The people I have talked to about it, they're all like, oh, no, they didn't, or you know, everyone cheats, so it doesn't matter. Or, right, right. These are the same people that were screaming, uh, you know, lock up Brady and Belichick when uh, when they were cheating in the NFL. So. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it's always <laughs> fine when the other teams are doing it. Yeah. Well, lock up Brady and Belichick was good advice. That should have been followed. I mean, yeah, they should have done that. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't disagree with them. I'm just saying. right. Well, I mean, similarly, <laughs> when when the Cardinals were quote unquote hacking the Astros um, uh, scouting reports, I'm like, okay, Cardinal staff shouldn't be doing that. But Astros, you got to change the passwords when someone leaves your staff. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! It's like you know what door jinglers are, or car car door jinglers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like people will go around it and they'll go to neighborhoods and they'll just walk up to cars and they'll open them if they're open. And if you have like a change bin or whatever, they'll just take your money. Yeah, they'll just take the change, yeah. And it's like, okay, obviously what that people doing that is illegal. But yeah. also, if you leave your car out and it's open and you have valuables in it, that was kind of bad by you. Yeah, it's not quite breaking and entering, it's just entering. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not blaming the victims here, okay? So the. Save the tweets, but right, you know, it, it's similar to the you know, change your password. When an executive leaves that has access to all of your secret info, maybe you should just change that password so they don't take your. You know, yeah, and uh, you know who's not leaving? Our guests. Hi, welcome to Butter and Bacon, where we discuss the good stuff of Disney and changes in the executive suite. Emergency podcast, smooth as always, Paulie. Yes, with it's us just- is uh, Nick. Nick, how are you doing today? Doing great. This will probably be posted when, uh, right after Iger is uh, inaugurated. Right, right, and uh, <laughs> and and hosting the Iger 2020 inauguration ball is Dean. How are you doing, Dean? I'm doing great. Even though uh, this executive suite is missing our CTO Amy today. That's correct. That's correct. Our chief talent officer is uh, out of commission, but uh, I, I know that she probably has opinions, and um, she probably will let us know after listening to this. Uh, at some point in April. Um, but, She's the yeah. chief talent uh, ex- officer, the chief That's pet right. officer, the chief executive officer. That's chief talent. Right I, now. Believe she, I believe she's actually dual office in the uh, CTO and the CSO, because she's also the chief singing officer. That's right. And she's also the CDO, the chief dog officer. I just said P for pets. Right. Well, she's partial to dogs. That's she true. will take murder cat. <laughs> Murder Cat is apparently not interested in this topic, just got up and walked away. <laughs> Disinterested in the higher up echelons of Disney management, but yeah, let's let's uh, let's not beat around the bush anymore. Bob Iger, effective yesterday, immediately resigning as CEO of the Walt Disney Company. And Bob Chapek is named new CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Bob Iger not leaving, though. He's executive chairman, uh, which means he basically gets to work on whatever the heck he wants. He, he needs to go over and fix Lucasfilms. I don't know if there's anything wrong with Lucasfilms. We can get into that. So what were your initial thoughts 
my first initial thought was, oh man, what did he do? Because, you know, you're trained now to anytime you see someone stepping down or getting out of the way, they're, they're waiting for the, the shoe, you're waiting for the shoe to drop on what, what happened. Yeah. I uh, saw that too, which is just, that's sad. That, but that, then I, yeah. Yeah. But then I read the press release and I was like, oh, okay, wait, he's just, hopefully it's true what they're saying. It's just, they want a smooth transition. He wants to basically probably try to ease his way out instead of it just being an abrupt, uh, you know, in a year and a half or two years, whenever his contract's up, you know, but then I thought, oh, all those poor employees <laughs> have to deal with JPEG. Because apparently that's, uh, that's all what I hear from a lot of cast members and stuff. Well, but, you know, before we get into that, Dean, what were your initial thoughts? So I was kind of wondering first, like, is Iger sick? Did something go wrong with him? And then I wondered if he got involved in a scandal. And then I thought, okay, as, as I got the details and realized that he was staying on in that uh, chairman role, that meant, okay, it, it's really probably just time. And if you think about the career of Iger and where he came from, and what we've heard over the last probably four or five years, this really isn't that shocking. The only shocking part is just that it was kind of dropped in the effective immediately part. Because right. remember, yeah, I mean, he's Staggs been saying he was going to retire, I think, since 2015. Oh, yeah. Well, well Staggs took over as COO back in 2015. Right. And he was supposed to be the heir apparent to Iger. Iger said he wanted to get through this acquisition and then get through that acquisition and then get through this decision. So he kept like delaying for certain projects. But yeah. Staggs left in April of 16. And that, I think, kind of made him, made Iger realized he needed to groom his next successor. Which and tells me a little bit about how much he cares about the company because there are, are there are very few CEOs that will stick around longer than they want to for the good of the company. And I do truly believe that that's what he did. So yeah, I mean, my initial thoughts were, ah, okay, they picked today. Honestly, <laughs> scandal never entered my mind. You're less um, cynical than we are. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'm less cynical, but it's just that, I mean, I, I do not know the man. I feel like I've gotten to know him through his public persona. And he he genuinely feels genuine, if that makes sense. He's not he's not one of those guys that has, like, one, one face in public and then completely different behind closed doors. Um, from every interview that I've read with people that have worked with him, from his own interviews, that he is Bob Iger no matter where he is. And you know, usually people like that don't have some kind of outrageous scandal. Usually. usually. <laughs> there are, of course, exceptions. Um, but so that, that didn't enter my mind. It was more of a, I think, all right, the major portions, which Dean, you talked about, the major acquisitions are, are finalized. The major corporate restructuring was finalized. Disney Plus is off the ground. Star Wars Land is fully opened. Um, the major projects going on in the parks and resorts with the cruise ships are well underway. I think it's everything that he had set out to plan in the last five years since he first announced he was going to retire, I think are either finished or on their way to being completed. They're budgeted for, you know, they're, they're, they're good to go. So that's my feeling why on the timing for 2020, 
Now, why they picked that particular day, honestly, this is the cynical part of me. He doesn't want to deal with the fallout of leading Disney through things outside of their control, like theme parks being closed because of coronavirus. Get out while the getting's good. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. Thinking about what comes next, you know, what, what is next for, you know, as we talk about a lot in the, on the parks, what comes next for the Disney parks? What comes next for Marvel? How will Marvel, you know, I'm not even going to call it phase two, but, you know, the, the post-Infinity um, uh, War saga Marvel films, how those come about. Nick, you already talked about it, fixing Lucasfilm. I personally don't think it's broken, but where does Lucasfilm go from here with the Skywalker saga over? Well, with- when I say when I say broken, it's the constantly bringing in directors for projects they announce and then letting the directors go or, you know, delaying things because it's not working creatively. I mean, uh, Steven Spielberg just stepped away from Indiana Jones 5. Mm-hmm. You know, so I although mean, interestingly, that was that was because he wanted to hand it off to the next generation. So I don't know what you could have done. There's, if, if Steven Spielberg doesn't want to make a film, <laughs> yeah, nothing I mean, is going to make him want to do it. Almost every film they've done since, uh, you know, the changeover, they've had issues with, you know, the director, the script, this, that. Like, they don't, it doesn't seem to be a consistent um, uh, plan on what's going on. It just seems to be, let's just announce stuff and see what happens. Um, I I would argue that that's kind of every movie studio. You just might be a little more attuned to it because it's Lucasfilm. And a little more public because it was Star Wars. And it's, well, a lot more public because it's Star Wars. Absolutely. Yeah, I do follow a lot of movie news stuff, so. Yeah, because, I mean, if you look, if you look, you know, like, uh, you know, movie directors come and go or, you know, well, even Ant-Man, you know, was originally going to be Edgar Wright. Yeah, that was slightly different, though, because the MCU wasn't the MCU when that project was announced. By Ant-Man? Really? He was announced, he was announced when Iron Man first came out. No. Yeah, it was pretty we early We might need on. to revisit this one. I mean, I know uh, you know what you're talking about. You double check. It was, I mean, maybe yeah. not exactly 2008, but it was It was in that, in that era. It was before they, you know, started... You know, setting the tones and everything. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's it's those types of things. It, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and it, I, I personally believe moving over to Bob Chagpeck stepping in at, at least for the next few months as he gets up to speed with the role of CEO, all of the various company heads are going to keep, you know, just keep the ship moving. So... Kathleen Kennedy will be rolling with Lucasfilm. Kevin Feige is going to be rolling with Marvel. Don't know who the new chairman of Parks, Resorts, and Experiences is going to be. That's going to be interesting. I submitted um, my application yesterday. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> is that uh, Disney.go.com slash careers? Is that where you go? That's where it was posted. Uh, you know, like Disney Plus is is, is is still very, very young, so there's not going to be much change going on there. And, and I, I really think that, you know, we're not going to see much change until, in my opinion, October, when the next fiscal year starts out, when the budget outlays come out. I don't think there's a Destination D or a D23 event later this year. Do you guys know? Isn't it every two years? I think it is, and they just had it, right? Yeah, they just had it. 
Yeah, so they won't they won't do anything like that. Um, it will be very interesting the next shareholder quarterly meeting. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, just just that from means. a tone just from a tone perspective, because you know, like uh, when when Tim Cook took over for Steve Jobs, everybody was like, "Oh, what's the Apple keynote going to be like?" Well, it was exactly the same, except it's not enigmatic Steve Jobs anymore. It's Tim Cook, who's a lot drier. Well, you saw Champex's uh, presentations. Uh... <laughs> He's not Bob Iger. No. When he presents. Although he does have a very, very, very passing similarity to a non-purple Thanos. <laughs> Which I found funny. <laughs> that is funny. It's a big guy. Everybody at the CEO level. I'm sorry, uh, Nick, you and I might be disqualified, but Dean, you're still in the running. Because everybody's like six one and taller. Oh, that's true. Like even Bob Staggs, I think, was six two. I am trying to find the next destination D or D twenty three event online, and it's just not announced. So I think yeah, you guys. It cannot be announced. So yeah, it's definitely not happening in twenty twenty. Then. I thought it was August twenty twenty one. Look at you. I could be wrong. You know, the most shocking thing I saw when I was reading all that was that Bob Iger seventy one. Yeah. I thought he well, was he like looks fantastic. He looks better than I. Do, first of all, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he looks, he looks fantastic. Great. But so, I think that's why he wanted to get out five years ago. I think he was just ready. Yeah. You know, you want to you want to retire at, at your retirement age. You want to collect your social security <laughs> before it runs out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy made what seventy-one million last year. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, I mean. I, I, what are what are your um, this is a loaded question what are your impressions of Bob Chapek other than the vitriol of Disney Twitter do you have any I mean Nick you've, you've clearly seen some of the presentations I've seen a very few um, yeah. that he's given but you know what are, what are your impressions of him uh, Nick let's let's start with you first yeah just from I mean I haven't didn't see a whole lot of him except for at d23 and he just you know, it seemed like he wasn't quite sure what he was doing. <laughs> so, but I mean, he has to—he has to know what he's doing if he's made it this far. You know, you can't people don't just hand you CEO uh, status of companies unless you created the company yourself. You, know? you can't fail up that high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, well, you must I mean, be... it, he's got a background. So that's what people want to kind of bag on him. It's really funny. I said, did I text this to you, Paul, or did I tweet this? But. It was like, if you go to early this week, everyone hated Bob Iger, Bob Iger, he's bad for the company, bad Bob Iger. Bob Iger announces his uh, his resignation or whatever you want to call it, I'll call it retirement. And Chapek gets named and it's like, oh my God, we need Iger back. He was the greatest visionary of the company and Chapek's gonna kill the company. It's like, whoever the <laughs> current CEO is, everybody hates on his Twitter. It's unbelievable. So, you know, Chapek came up, uh, you know, typical background, business school, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he actually worked at Heinz Company back in the 90s and then uh, joined uh, Disney in 93. So when people think about wanting that legacy employee, somebody who's been with the company a long time to move up, now, other than a little bit of brand management early on in his career, he's been a Disney guy for almost 30 years. Yeah. So I like that he has that background. He was born of Vista at Home Entertainment. Then he moved up and was taking over at Walt Disney Studios, uh, particularly in distribution. And then president he pioneered of the vault model by the way yeah take take that I mean, as you will 
So, yeah, yeah, no, that's a great point, though. I mean, the, the idea of the vault that people love the, the cherished history of the of the theater and of the shows and of the movies. Now, we all hated when stuff went back into the vault. Yeah, you can't buy it anymore. See it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a brilliant marketing plan when you think about it. It's get it before it goes back in the vault. Uh, so he's always had that, that angle. Um, and then when the whole shakeup happened in 2015, he was chairman of parks and resorts when Tom Staggs moved on to BCOO. And then during the reorg two years ago, they took consumer products, interactive media, park and resort, put that all under what Paulie called earlier, the parks experience and product division. And he's been running that for two years. So he's had a big chunk of the company reporting up through him for a lengthy period of time. Yeah. You know, this, this is not a surprise. I know everybody wants to have this vision of like their favorite creative person in charge of a company. You really want a guy who can run a company. That's sort of important. And he's run a lot of divisions of this company. So I think Chapek was an obvious choice. I think anything other than him would have been a surprise. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. You definitely do. And, and again, we'll, we'll go back to the wonderful T-shirt that Nick made that I purchased. That is, I believe, <laughs> still for sale sure on Nick's store. Ask me what Walt would have wanted. Walt was many things, <laughs> an artist, a visionary. He was not a good businessman. No. He really wasn't. His brother <laughs> was a fantastic <laughs> businessman. Yeah, he, he his brother kept the company afloat. Uh, many times. <laughs> <laughs> like, they had Mary Poppins, huge hit. His brother said, all right, we can rebuild the studio. Walt's like, that's great. All profits from Mary Poppins went in the studio, and then some. So Roy's like, wait, 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 wait. Uh, okay. Um, we have no more money. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so you need another hit. But uh, Walt, so going back to, yes, it would be awesome to have a creative genius visionary at the helm of the Walt Disney Company. However, at the helm of the Walt Disney Company is not where you want to have your creative geniuses. Creative geniuses living. Where you want that role is someone who allows other creative geniuses to flourish. That is what I think remains to be seen. Up until now, Bob Chapek has been given marching orders from higher up as to what the budgets are and where to spend that money. Now, you know, amongst his different divisions, they figure out what to do with their pot of money. I'm kind of very interested to see First, who they put in charge of parks and resorts. Um, that, that, I think, is going to be very interesting. But also, how much leeway, how much freedom, how much budget is given to the more creative endeavors? You know, I'm not even going to go into as granular as original ideas versus IP ideas. That's not the point. But is it something like, okay, go roadie. We want to expand. I'm going to make something up. Hong Kong Disneyland again. You're given three acres. What would you build? Is it that kind of direction? Is he that kind of senior leader? Again, he would not be the one approaching Joe Rohde. It would be the chairman of Parks and Resorts who would be doing it. But is he willing to find a way to make what Joe Rohde comes back with happen? That's what I think I don't think anyone knows. Everybody thinks they know. Oh, management by spreadsheet. Well, you know, Bob Iker was a CFO. 
He certainly <laughs> took some huge financial gambles when he was seen. Well, like that. I said, f- three days ago, everybody didn't want Bob Iger in, in charge. They would have loved right. to have him placed. But yeah. they forget what he's done the last 15 years. A guy who came from finance, who was the CFO, that acquired all these brands that we all love and want entire theme parks dedicated to. All Which came under his watch. I have Newsweek issues for when he or, uh, <laughs> orchestrated the purchase of Pixar. Everybody's <laughs> like, oh my gosh, why are they spending all this money? That is way overvalued. <laughs> well, yeah, how'd that work out? Bought Lucasfilm for $4 billion with a B. Everybody's like, wait a minute. All you did was buy Star Wars characters. Mm, how'd that work out? <laughs> think, think they've made $4 billion back yet? Uh, I think they made $4 billion back in two of the three <clears throat> main movies. <laughs> let alone let alone the third movie and the theme parks and the licensing and the toys and the TV shows and yada yada yada. Fox! Definitely. <laughs> Fox! Fox! It's huge. That's just three. That's not getting into bringing Marvel fully under and finally getting creative control to Kevin Feige, who, again, has a business mind. But he has. See, at that level, that's where you need the creativity. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, the best leaders are the ones who surround them with the best people. Yes. Who and may be what... better than them. And they can admit that. Right. That, that's what we saw Iger do for 15, 20 years. Absolutely. So, and he's not dead. I mean, he's still executive chairman, which, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I happen to currently work with someone who has the title of executive chairman. And he has said, and I quote, it's the best job in the company because I get to pick which projects I focus my time on and I can do them one at a time until they're done. So Iger's, going, I, Iger's going to get Spider-Man back. I, maybe, I mean, honestly, I mean, it, it, and it could be something that it seems small, but it could be his role, his focus every day when he wakes up is to speak with Sony about getting the rights back. That would be a singular focus of a singular project. And it would be a singular achievement. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you're right. Nick. Which one of us? Um, Ant-Man. Hey, which one of us? <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick, you were correct. Ant-Man was being discussed while John Favreau was out talking about Iron Man as early yeah. as 2006. <clears throat> yeah, so the yeah every, the, the entire landscape of the projects changed in the three or four years it took for him to even turn in a script, and then it didn't match tonally with anything they were doing at that point. Right. Which still could have been a great movie but it may not have fit in with what they were doing which makes sense yeah so what do you think paul uh i'm in the boat of kind of too early to tell however i can say uh i do like that he is a company man or woman you know it could be a woman that doesn't (laughs) doesn't matter if it's a man or not But I like that he's been with the organization. I do like, and I do think it's important for a CEO of a conglomeration like this to have a little bit of experience throughout the entire organization. 
So the fact that he does have parks experience, the fact that he does have consumer products experience, the fact that he does have uh, movie experience, um, you know, part of his wing was digital distribution. Um, you know, we'll, we'll forget my Disney experience for now, but, um, you know, having, having a little bit of understanding to the complexities of each of those various businesses can only help a CEO. Yeah. Kind of uh, wait and see what his first big project or focus is that yeah. isn't already something that's in the works. Right. And not seen as taking over a project that Iger started. Yeah. I think that's going to be the big the big key. Well, and I think one of the keys too is the transition to whoever takes over his role, because obviously there are large initiatives going on right now in his current or his, I guess now former division, uh, things on the cruise line, things with the resorts, etc. So, what is the transition of those projects? Do they stay? Do they change? Are they paused? I, I gotta imagine it's business as usual moving forward with what's already been working or working towards so yeah i would imagine that everybody's just going to keep on their marching orders and like i said we, we might start to see changes at the next quarterly meeting for the shareholders but more what's that budget going to look like for 2021 when that starts in october yeah that's definitely true because most of these companies make a, you know, quarterly annual and then longer term budgets and so the quarterly and, and rest of this fiscal year budget isn't going to change but what does that three and five year window look like? And, and you know, there, there's some folks online that are saying, hey, he came from parks. He's going to put all the money towards parks. That's not going to happen. Nope. <laughs> nope. That, that's not the way this works. No, it, it, it really isn't. Now, he might have more of an understanding if parks asks for more money. But yeah, no, that's yeah, not. That's probably a better perspective is you don't get the CEO without knowing all aspects. Oh, joining us is our chief talent officer, Amy. Amy, welcome. Glad you could join us. Hello, boys. I'm I'm here to to lay down the law. Yeah, lay, <laughs> yeah. What what what's your take? What's your take on the bobs? Oh, you mean old Bobby Ives and old Bobby Chapes? Yeah, how's, how's Bobby the Bobby, Bobby Ives uh, part taking you? Oh, Bobby Ives. I mean, I don't know. I. What I know of, of JPEG is cutting back, scaling down, everything on the cheap. I don't know, man. I guess maybe the stockholders would be happy. I don't know. I, I know the way that he used to handle park stuff has has not always been met with open arms. By the, wow, by Disney the, Twitter, absolutely. But Disney, well, I mean, we count. We we count for something. I don't know how much. But. We count for a small percentage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we know. You know what I'm talking about, man. I, do. I can't, I can't like pull specifics out of the air, but yeah, he's like, uh, he's kind of become known around these parts as the king of cutbacks. So, <laughs> <laughs> old Bobby Chapes. Might have to put some Davy Crockett music in behind this. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know. Yes. I mean, I think our listeners know. I I think the the bulk of our listeners are on Disney Twitter as well. Ooh, oh yeah, me. I agree. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I'm a, you know, oh, I I because old Bobby Iggs has had like a foot and a half out the door for like three years. <laughs> Five so years. Like, we actually looked it up. <laughs> 
I mean, it's, it's, it's not like, I don't know. I'm not shocked or surprised that he yeah, stepped well that, down. That was, that was my follow-up is, you know, what, what was your impression when you, when, uh, when you saw the news? I don't know if you saw it because I texted it to you guys. Um, uh, and I had you to broke put in it there, to me. not joking. Yeah, you, bro- <laughs> you broke it to me, definitely. Okay. I was Same. Like, oh. I, I had someone else text me, but apparently I wasn't the first person he thought of, so you uh-huh. got to me first. I, I texted Dean second. <laughs> the yeah, old, old Bobby Iggs has had his, you know, has been halfway up there. What's his wife's name? Is it Willow Glenn? Willow, yeah, Willow, Willow Bay. Willow Bay. I mean, at this point, <laughs> Willow Bay, that should honestly be a name of a new DVC edition. <laughs> you joke, but That's her that. name is on Castaway Key. Is it really? Yes. That's so funny. Sounds Funny. like the name of a really bad romantic movie that bombed at the box office. Willow Bay, a, 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 a new James novel James Vanderbeek. By, a, a new novel from <laughs> Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. <laughs> totally Willow dead. Bay. Oh, Featuring feature- Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> no, he's Batman. He's, he's far too busy being Batman right he's now. He's far too busy. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> It wasn't shocking to me. I, I know. I'm like trying. I like say these things and then I try to get back to the topic. And it's like, no, you, you, there's no saving it. No, um, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah. you weren't surprised, but like what, um, you know, what we were actually talking about before you awesomely joined us was, you know, do, do we think we know uh, what is going to happen, which is a really giant, broad based question? Um, you know, I think we kind of had the consensus of we kind of need to wait and see. Um, because while we Hashtag. have our opinions of what he's done in the past, mm-hmm. that might have been directed at him to just execute. So as an example, you talk about the cutbacks, absolutely. But if he's told, hey, your budget was going to be $100 million, now your budget's $85 million, figure it out. He's the person that's going to be making that direction now. So it's interesting, and, you know, I think it's interesting to see how that's going to maybe change him to be in charge of the first strings and not just handed the first strings. And, and let's be fair, okay, I, I am not at all excusing or, or forgiving job loss because there have been cutbacks in staffing. Yes. But when we talk about a guy who's run Parks and Resorts Division for the last half decade plus, we've seen Pandora, we've seen Toy Story Land, we've seen Star Wars Land, we've seen Riviera open, we've seen Copper Creek open, We've seen a lot of growth in resorts. We've seen three new cruise ships being designed. Well, that's what so, I was going to say. You're just talking on Walt Disney World, but I mean, even uh, Disneyland Paris's transformation is going to be like a billion dollars. You know, Epcot is finally redoing some stuff. We're finally getting some changes. Uh, it's all walls, right, Nick? It's all uh, walls right now. <laughs> yeah, it's all walls. You know, Walt, I think- Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but it is. Oh, that's funny. You got your Tron coaster coming. I mean, you got honey pots and ratatouilles and all sorts of stuff all over the world. So it hasn't been all cutbacks. There's been a lot of park growth in the Shanghai. last Shanghai. Yeah. yeah. And there's like two Bobbies. Bobby one, The more Bobby Bobbies, two. the better. Bob Chapek is Bobby from King of the Hill. <laughs> Just that's grown up. Canny. Just grown up. I mean, you can't deny it. It's the truth. Have you ever seen them in the same room together? <laughs> At the same time? 
I don't know you. That's, That's my, my preferred. <laughs> 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 it should be about the sports That's from uh that's from, fantastic. From the Sporks from Launch Bay. <laughs> that boy's well, not right. He's going to cut down on the popcorn servings at the popcorn <laughs> carts by like 25% to offset the losses in the stock market. <laughs> well, let's think about this. Okay, so he's going to put popcorn to blame. So the popcorn buckets used to be $29.95. Now they're going to be $59.95. What twenty nine twenty nine ninety five for popcorn? Well, for some of the bigger ones. Oh, okay. Think, like the ad ad and stuff like that. The one that I got of Dumbo was like ten dollars. I think. Yeah, exactly. But that's like yeah. a normal popcorn bucket. I'm talking about like, the Tie Fighter. Those oh. things are nuts. Did you see the the monorail one? They have the monorail movie. one is awesome. Oh man, that was awesome. And I is don't anyone like is anyone really putting popcorn inside of them? Like no. you shouldn't. You well, shouldn't. maybe the first time. No, Actually, you should you should get it in the box. Disneyland, Disneyland isn't even putting popcorn in them. They're putting French fries in them. Yes, you can get it that way. <laughs> I but mean, I take it would back. you rather would have get... popcorn or French fries? I would rather have French fries. Uh, I'd rather get popcorn. To tell you the truth, less Polly... greasy. Polly, greasy, sir. <laughs> less calories. Sir. He's not wrong. Dean, <laughs> you're pushing it. <laughs> Dean, Dean, Dean. <laughs> It says one word of encouragement and he's pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Dean is like barely spoken at all on this podcast no. since yeah. I've been on the call and he says one word and I'm like, Dean. <laughs> Amy, I, I need to point this out to you as we're listing all the Bobbies. Uh, Bobby Chapek went to college at two different schools in the Big Ten. And one of them was with Bobby Knight. Ooh. <laughs> He graduated in 77, which I think was the undefeated season for uh, Indiana. Oh, that's the year I was born. Paul was uh, Paul was already toddling around by then. I was. I was two. And two. <laughs> I was seven. Nick was seven. Nick was, was putting gum in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, are you 50? I'll be 50 in August. 50 years of magic. He's going to Disneyland. Nice. He's bringing us with him. No, he's going to Disneyland in July. I think I'm canceling. <laughs> wow. Are you, are you canceling? Um, yeah, I think we're going to do Hawaii next year. So I think I'm going to put off Disney World or Disneyland. At least till the Avengers stuff is open. That makes yeah. Sense. I know I Dean has an upcoming trip to Walt Disney World. Oh, boy. It do. My, uh, my kid just rode uh, Runaway uh, Railway. Oh, yeah. Runaway Railway <gasps> is in yeah. cast member previews right now. He said... He told he told me I'm gonna love it, so I'm assuming that means everyone's gonna love it. Yes, um, my <laughs> except it for like... represent the people, except for the really bitter, uh, bitter people on Discord. Well, but it's like, but it's like the barfy looking goofy, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, it's... the animation probably doesn't like. It. No, I don't but... like it either. Yeah, Amy and Why I would be over goofy... in our sour corner. <laughs> Why is Have... Goofy like gross and pimply? Like, Have you seen jaundice. <laughs> Have I've you not seen, seen the greatness of Potato Land? I've seen some of the Potato shorts. Potato Land is good. I do appreciate the fact that they make all of these little references to the parks and like previous films. I, I like all the little references they're doing. I just hate the way the characters look. I may need to give it another chance. The only thing I was going to say to Dean's point about... Uh, 
JPEG doing, uh, you know, Galaxy's Edge and all that. Yeah. There were also projects that had huge budget cuts in the middle of them because there was supposed yes. to be a third ride in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, there was. Um, and I wonder how much of that had to do with Disneyland's very well-reported issues. Um, like, I think I read, I don't know if this was just a rumor or it was true, that all of the tracking markers that were buried in the concrete for Rise of the Resistance needed to be dug up and re-put down and they needed to re-pour everything. Yeah, I heard that too. That, um, that cost might be a good portion of an additional ride. Yeah. So, I mean, that, again. And then a lot of entertainment that was cut, that was supposed to be part of Galaxy Edge. I mean, we talked about the, we talked about the entertainment before and, you know, Chip being fond of cutting. There is still an awful lot of entertainment in Galaxy's Edge. There are walk around characters. There's at least six that I can think of on top of however many stormtroopers there are. The stormtroopers are great. Um, and then, did you guys see the one, I don't know if it was a ship change or if they purposely made the Stormtrooper break room go through the queue for Rise of the Resistance. If they didn't, that would be an awesome idea. But they had the Stormtroopers walking the hallways after you've been captured. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm trying to stay as spoiler free on uh, Rise as possible. Okay, so well, not, don't listen to this. It's not going very well. No. So here, here's the other problem. <laughs> There is a certain amount of development that goes into any land, any attraction, yeah. any ex any experience. And everybody wants everything as early as possible. So if Disney hadn't put out some of the early artwork, very early concept before it been fully budgeted and scoped, then you wouldn't yeah. know about that stuff. And, it, and if they yeah, just I took down the walls and you saw what is there, you'd be blown away. You wouldn't be sitting there trying to look at your pictures that were on... Uh, an artist rendering from six years ago and say, oh, look it, there was supposed to be seven trees and they only planted three. That is, like yeah. the, that is my favorite thing where they post the concept art and then what they got yeah. and they're circling all the different, yeah. what are those spot the difference uh, puzzles? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what, I, what I found funny too, because you could do that with Epcot Center. The original yeah. concept art has the living seas and horizons on it. Last I checked, horizons opened a year after the park living seas nearly five years later you know yeah, but we have the we have the benefit of nostalgia and everybody likes that stuff now so they won't complain of course. about that of course waiting and see while it's not the preferred method sometimes what comes out that is the good stuff this has been the good stuff thank you for listening to butter and bacon personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, on Twitter at AIOT Travel, or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast. And please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice.
My dearest listener, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as Bert et Bacon proudly present your outtakes. Smooth I love when Nick always. knows I'm going to end the show and he starts laughing. That cracks <laughs> he gets mad. He's mad. He's like, hey, I blocked Nick's, out two hours for this. Nick's angry. He's got, he's got 40, 51 minutes left to go eat now. Yeah. Yeah, I can actually take lunch. Hey, Nick. What, Polly? I think the pie's done. And <laughs> Turn that off. <laughs> see if I can add her. Oh, should I? Who, I guess I started this call. Should I try? Yeah. Well, I tried. Um, first shot. I'm, tr- I'm trying. Don't don't also try. Oh, I, yeah. I see. Yeah. Uh, hey! Oh. hey! 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 There she is. There's the executive right there. Whoa! Why is why is Dean down in a trash can? He's on his phone today. <laughs> on phone, on headphones. Uh, am I am I echoey? Am I bad? No, I... you're 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 not bad. I you think, were I think you com- were in a trash can for a second at first. Yeah. Listen, now that there's uh, an opening in parks, I'm going to try to get pushed back in the into Tomorrowland. So I'm just yeah, auditioning. Right. Please. Hi, <laughs> Amy. Right. Hey. <laughs> Uh, what are you guys? What are you guys doing? What are you doing? Well, we're 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 talking about uh, Bob Chapek, and we're talking about um, Bob Iger, and oh, now I'm Bobby going to int- Yes, so now oh, I'm Bobby going Chapes. to I'm going to introduce you. Oh, joining us is our chief talent officer, Amy. Amy, welcome. <laughs> hey, oh wait, Nick is here. Yeah, Beth, said hi to you, Amy. Nick, I th- I thought that was Polly. Hey, Nick. Hi, Amy. Hi, Nick. How's Taco? Uh, he's uh, he's okay. He started this. <laughs> we got, we got a uh, ottoman, and he's allowed to sit on the ottoman, but he won't get on the ottoman. He makes me pick him up and put him on the ottoman. <laughs> and he'll he's sit there. He'll sit there and stare at me until, and then I'll look at him, and then he gives a little yelp, and then I have to pick him up and put him on it. But if I'm oh, not that's... in the if I'm not in the room, he'll get on it himself. That's precious. <laughs> <laughs> Servants, uh, you must lift me. Classic taco. Classic taco. That's how we he is. Uh, that is a taco, taco supreme. <laughs> the big chalupa. <laughs> the whole enchilada. Oh, yeah. Oh, love him. Love him. <laughs> it's, what, it's what you deserve. Wow. I love it so much. He is quite the diva. uh, And your wife is just like, just do it. (laughs) Don't look at me. He's not looking at me. He's looking at you. I love it. He'll ignore her and just make me do it. (laughs) Oh, boy. I I love that so much. It's great. Uh, Paul, please cut that out because that was inappropriate. Yes, I will. Uh, you gotta so do the jingle. I, if if we're gonna Thanks, give him his lump, all right. Oh wait, what, give... what is our what's our jingle for? Uh... They're not gonna make the show. Oh yeah, no. not, yeah gonna not gonna make gonna the show. show. <laughs> no, not not even close. Not gonna <laughs> make the show. I, I I now that we're talking about not gonna make the show, I need to stay just between us.
Oh no. It sucks Blood. that none of this is going to make the show. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, and you know what? We deserve this private jokey enjoyment. Yes, we do. Ourselves. Amy, it is great to hear your voice. Yeah, it has been way too long, Amy. That's I noticed I when I opened Skype, it said the last time we talked was like October. Of Yikes. 2018. Yeah, 2018. <laughs> <laughs> That's, but coincidentally, the last time you uploaded an episode. Listen, <laughs> I have uploaded many sports sessions since then. <laughs> oh, no. oh, and God. none of Nick's bacon bits. None. None of them. None. Zero. Like, and- how many how many bacon bits, Polly, have I sent you in the past, and you haven't uploaded any of any of them? Uh, I think I've only not uploaded two of yours. <laughs> My- I have seriously, and I am not exaggerating. I have like not uploaded. I have not edited nor uploaded forty-seven bacon bits from Nick. <laughs> and like, I'm actually a host on this program. And like- <laughs> yeah, you can't get even, <laughs> and you can't. <laughs> You can't even get on the show. No, I can't even make, <laughs> make it onto this show. And I was invited to be a host. Ooh, Although, we have had a host go to Walt Disney World and not even make an attempt to record a bacon pit. No, I like, and, and like, Dean, I've done like, I did, Why would like I bother I said, recording? They don't make the show. That's a good point. <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing. You do them that- very well. I'm the only one that knows it, but you do them very well. <laughs> it's they amazing sound great. That, that the trip that I went on when I had like the most interaction on butter and bacon was yes. my the last trip I went on. Yes. <laughs> I haven't been well, back when since. you sat and you listened to move it, work it, twerk it just a little bit, and it came around three times. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, and it's it's sad too to think about the fact that like the butter and bacon recording hallway in Epcot oh, it's gone. has been demolished. Oops. See ya. Oh, yep. here come the Hold dogs. <laughs> but like, <laughs> like, I called in and like totally threw off everything you were doing. What is that? That's my own cell phone. What is that? <laughs> the pains of having two cell phones. Welcome to Weebo's world. Today at Weebo's World, we'll discuss the letter W. That sounded like a theme song for a really cheesy kids YouTube channel. Yes, called <laughs> Weebo's World. I don't know what that is. What I just made it up. About? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about oh, to Google goodness. Weebo's World. Yeah, you're like, wait, <laughs> Weebo's World? Do I have so, to be the who reviews toys and makes like millions? Yeah, po- uh, not gonna make the show. Polly, no, 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 no. never, never, never. No, no, no. Polly, last half hour is not gonna make the device. Polly, skating right out into the middle of the pond. Polly, it's literally thirty-five degrees. Polly, the water's been frozen for approximately two minutes. Polly, the ice could not be thinner. Than it is <laughs> underneath you at this very moment. I'm sir. the hippo in Fantasia. She's going right out into the middle. Uh, Polly could not be thinner. <laughs> the very thinnest of ice. Jingle bell, jingle bam. <laughs> <laughs>